Okay, so I figured we continue with the Haggadah Shali. We have been working on it over the last couple of years, actually. So, we're in a pretty good spot to, for people to jump in as well, even if you have not been with us until now. We are about to discuss Hashem demonstrating His awesome might in Egypt. As we know, of course, um, the Ramban says that the part of the reason why Yitzhiya Mitzrayim is such a foundational principle in the entirety of of, uh, of the Torah of Yiddishkeit, I mean, like like Maral uh, um, says that in the beginning of Bur Hashem that. Uh, Many, many mitzvahs, maybe, 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 uh, maybe most mitzvahs are one way or another are remembrance for Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. Always plugging back into that, always reconnecting to the Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. A lot of mitzvahs. Obviously, I think like a lot of that actually have Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim in the, in the bracha or somewhere like that. Well, if you think about it, all the Moadim. Yeah. Right. All the modem are are had to do with Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Sukkos explicitly. The sukkos for Shavti is Bnei Israel, Bnei Tzitzi, Merit Mitzrayim. Something like that. I'm sure I butchered it, but that that's a, that's explicit in the pasuk. Um, sukkos. Uh, Shavuos is a you know, Matan Torah, which is a extension of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. We left Mitzrayim in order to receive the Torah. Right, so that, that's all one. That's all one story. Um, Pesach is obviously the entire holidays uh, having to do with Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Tefillin, mezuzah, bris I mean. You name it. So at least like sixty percent of it's uh, a lot. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's one of these things that you know, I mean we have a mix of remember it every day. It's a daily daily remembrance. Right? So um, what's the so Stromban says because here we see this is the this is a foundation stone of our amuna of our faith. Because this is where Hashem revealed Himself to us. This is where we saw Hashem in the clearest way possible, right, that, that we have ever. I mean, uh, we just went through Purim, which is the opposite. Purim is, is a time of tremendous, tremendous concealment. Nonetheless, Hashem is acting through that and everything, and all the unbelievable things that we said, but, but a direct, the, the, the most direct revelation that humanity has ever had of Hashem, so much so that it says, right? Uh, we still hold it by remembering what Amalek did to us. Yeah. Why? Do we, what did the Amalek do? Is that until they came along, everybody understood, everybody recognized. It was. It was. Uh, there were no challengers. There were no. There was no opposition to the Jewish people as being the um, chosen people and, and uh, Hashem's people and uh, you know it was going to be a very different world if not for Amalek that's why they have to be destroyed erased from underneath the heavens so we're going to learn some of these unbelievable displays of might 
um, and uh, that Hashem did in Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. So we go to the Haggadah. Um, the Haggadah says, Biyad Chazaka. So the, the whole was written to Yah. Um, we're going to break it up into little pieces. Biyad Chazaka says the Bala Haggadah with the mighty hand, Zu Hadever. This is the uh, uh, plague, disease that caused the animals to die. Kamosha Namor, like the verse says, Hine Yad Hashem. Havia b'miknacha will be in, in, on your on your in your in your herds, in your, in your cattle, um, in your in your flocks, miknacha your flocks, asher basada, which are in the field, basusim b'chamorim magmalim, babaker v'tzom. All these different animals, the dever kaved meod, a very heavy plague. So yad chazaka. So we see the Yad of Hashem is being used to describe Dever. That's the connection. Yad. Yad Yad. And an outstretched arm. This is the sword. Like the verse says, that his sword was um, extended in his hand, Natuya al Yerushalayim, which was stretched over Yerushalayim. So a sword is in an outstretched hand. So the outstretched has to do with the sword, over Mora Gadol, and a great trepidation. Zu Gilu This is the divine revelation. Kemoshan Amor, like the verse says, O Hinase Elokim Lavo Lukachas Lo Goy Mikerev Goy. To come and take him for himself a nation from amongst the nation. Um, we'll pause here, we'll pick up the other ones. Uh, the other ones later. Okay. So, so what is the. What we want to. What we're coming to describe Hashem taking the Jewish people out of Egypt, displaying. His his uh, his might uh, is is described in these three ways. Yad Chazaka, that's Dever, that's pestilence, plague. Zronutuya is the sword, and Moragadol, that's the Gilashchina, terrible trepidation. That's the revelation of Avisha. I mean. Cherev, where do we even see Cherev in? Uh, where, where do we even see Hashem using a sword in 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 the ten plagues? Yeah, it's, it's not even there. Um, Dever is, but it's, it's 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 just one, one of them. I mean, the, the, the animals died. Okay, so what? Right? I mean, that's not like the worst one. Three levels of creation. Um, Three parts of a human being. You just no. I, well, we just have to learn Derek Hashem, so I'm just throwing that out there because it seems similar. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, well, it's three of something. Okay. <laughs> so let's let's see uh, let's let's see what it is. Ooh, wow. Okay. So 
So let's see how the morale lines up these three. Okay? So, again, Yad Chazaka, that's Dever. Zor Nutuya is Herav, sword. Right, so we have Pestilence, sword. And Gilushina uh, is, is, is the third one. That's the Moragadl. Okay, so, first of all, um, morale in Gvur Hashem shows us that uh, there's there's three basic ways that something can be destroyed. One is that the the thing itself the thing itself dies, and internally of uh, a problem from inside, the thing itself crumbles. It, it decays. It falls apart. Yeah, that's one way. That's one way that something could die. Another one is an outside power comes and 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 uh, attacks it. Um, so those two are Dever and Herv. Dever, plague. Plague is where the thing itself dies for lack of of having life force of its own, of, of uh, ability to live. Um... I realize that at this point many people say, what, what do you mean? It's, a, it's a, some sort of a virus, it's a bacteria, it's a, that, that, that causes disease. Um, two ways to answer that. Number one is there are viruses, bacteria, and fungi everywhere. They're ubiquitous in the environment. Um, and yet, a healthy organism does not die from them, right? Uh, there is so, so rather it's so clearly if, if someone is dying, then it's it's coming from a from a lack in the organism, not um, it's not it's it's not viewed as an external attack. If if the entire environment that we live in is filled with with these things and that's what we live with all the time and it's not really viewed as an external attack that's just the environment you live in it's like saying if a person's body you know can't process um, you know oxygen free radicals right so yeah they're gonna die they're gonna die of cancer very quickly oh it was the oxygen that killed them okay fine I mean, but, but we live with oxygen you can't you can't live with oxygen rather it's the problem in the body right um that's one, and then, you know, and then number two is the Torah always relates to things the way that man sees it, right? Man being the central player in the creation, uh, the things that are visible to man are um, you know, kind of uh, viewed differently than things that are not. If it's not viewed, if it's not seen to man, then it's just part of again, like the ubiquitous nature of the, of the world. So, uh, again, so Dever is going to be one type of a death that can happen, one type of a uh, reason that something might die, which is an internal one, basically a deprivation of life, a lack of life on the, on the, on the, on the part of the one who is um, being stricken over. Or, alternatively, it could be an external attack, right? That's the the archetype of that is a sword, right? Even though Hashem didn't use a sword per se in Mitzrayim. But a sword is where it represents 
a power that comes against someone else from the outside power that comes against against the one being attacked right so this is the pol- two polar opposites one is where the thing implodes from itself where the thing rots and falls apart right um you know, let's say like the Soviet Union fell apart, right? Nobody attacked it, it just fell apart, right? Versus if you have an external force, you know, coming uh, against against a, a country or against a person, that would be that is represented by a sword, okay? And then and then the third thing is the more uh, a a tremendous trepidation. Um, so you you fright the living daylights out of somebody, right? So if right, so what what happens is on the one hand, there there is someone who is frightening you, right? But that fri- but, but ultimately it's the reaction that you have to the fright that causes you know a person's soul to leave. Right. It, 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 if you wouldn't react that way, then the, then the other thing is not actually, you know, uh, doing a full-on attack. Right. So it's a it's it's a it's that that's a middle ground. So that would be, um, again, one is a simply a a holding back of life. Right, that's Dever. That would be that would be um, you know, Yosef wanted to line them up with different things. So this would be seemingly the attribute of Gvura holding back the uh, hair of the sword. That's the sword you hold in the right hand. That's the attacking hand, right? That's that that would be Chesed, and uh, and then the kind of the compromise between the two of them. The thing that lies in the middle is uh, the. The Moragadol, which is the 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 Gilu Ashkina, the revelation of Hashem, when Hashem revealed Himself in Egypt, right? So the souls of the firstborn um, left. Okay, so that's uh, the, those are the three. Now. Okay. Um, we continue. We continue in the in the, in the Haggadah. We'll weave back and, and 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 open this a little bit more. But first, there's there's two more things. There's osos and mofsim. There's signs and wonders. So the osos, that's the mata, that's the staff of, of Hashem that Moshe used to inflict, to, 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 to do all the, all the miracles that turned into a serpent, etc. That's, that is the osos. And the, and the, and the mofas, that's the blood, that's the water turning to blood. That's the mofas. So the morale explains that really all the things that we spoke about, dever, Herav and fright can be found in the in the in the regular physical world as well. Theoretically, it could it could be there as well. But what's going to be kind of a proof that this is coming from Hashem? So that's gonna that's gonna be that um, an os is where uh, an os and a mofus. 
as the words themselves say. Oh, smofas, these are signs, wonders, these are ways to convince somebody else that what's happening here is not just a regular natural phenomenon, but it's a, but it's a miraculous phenomenon of some sort, right? So, again, you're seeing plague, you're seeing animals coming in, attacking, right? That would be more like a hair of you know, wild lions clawing, etc. But you don't know for a fact that this is a that this is all miraculous because lions do sometimes claw and you know and you do sometimes have disease breakout or whatever amongst animals. So it has to come with a demonstration by the prophet where he says to you, "Look, I'm telling you, this is going to be this is happening according to the word of Hashem, right?" So that's why before all this happened, Moshe Rabbeinu had to demonstrate with the staff and with the with the water with the turning to blood. The Osus and the Movsim, so that you should see where this is all coming from, okay? And there he points out that the, why is there a need for Osus and Movsim? Os is the staff with which I, you know, that's the poil, that's the thing with which I act. That it has a miraculous nature, and the Mofis is the thing that is being acted upon, is acted upon in the miraculous, you know, the blood. Uh, water turning to blood, what happened to it is miraculous. A staff uh, causing such things to happen, that's miraculous on the side of the staff. Yeah, the, 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 one, the thing that's doing the miracles. Okay, now, why do, we, why do we care about this so much? Because in the merit of what did all these things happen? So first of all, we just want to point out. So all the judgments and all the afflictions and all the might that Hashem demonstrated in Egypt can be summed up therefore in these three statements. Why? Because it's either always going to be a holding back of life from something, that's Dever, or it's going to be an attack with a force, that's Herev, or it's going to be a fright uh, uh, through a tremendous revelation of something that could be perceived as scary, which will cause a sin between body and soul. This we're going to get to now. These the, now let's talk about body and soul. Dever attacks the what? Dever attacks the body, right? The disease. When the thing rots, the thing dies, the thing loses its energy to live, that is a problem from the perspective of the body, the physicality, the actual flesh, right? Um, if, if, if somebody takes a sword and chops somebody's head off, yeah, very, very sharp sword, very sharp, how many cells died in that process? No, no. You can say like, this sort of social, no cells were injured in, in, in this decapitation. Right? You went just right between, between all the cells, you separated them, that's all. Okay, maybe a little bit, right? Right along the board, right? But it's probably less cells dying in a sharp sword going right through the neck. There's less cells dying in that than there is in just like a really bad burn on your forearm. Right? So what? So it's not so much that the flesh is changing, it's that there's a disconnect happening between, it, it, it's that the functionality, the tzura, um, which we understand to be 
that there's a life that flows along the kana and the vesh, the trachea and the esophagus, the two channels that bring life into the body, right? The head is obviously the connection to life. There's two channels that bring that down into the body. That's the trachea and the esophagus. Also, obviously, uh, medically, makes sense. Two channels that bring things into the body are either food, you have to bring food into the body, or you have to bring oxygen into the body. Right? The two things that are necessary to live. Right? Food, food drink, and oxygen. So if you break those two, then the, then the fundamental tsura, fundamental form of the organism is broken. So that's the sword. Okay? So the sword alters the functionality. doesn't actually... Uh, so if a person is there's a disease, it's eating away at all the cells, it's, it's corrupting the, the, the actual physicality, right? The sword um, breaks the tsura, the form of the person. Okay, and interestingly, the the the, the mora gadol, the the, the the terrible fright that so much so they can take a person's life. What it does, it doesn't break the the tzura, doesn't break the physicality. What it does, is separates between the soul and the body, separates between the two. Again, like again, like we said that that was the we have the the devil. We have we have the cherub on the right. We have the devil on the left. And we have the Moragodal in the middle. Yeah? So that's so that's beautifully lines up with the soul, the body, and the merging of the two. Yeah? And that is and, and that's broken, the merging, the connection between the soul and the body is broken with a terrible fright. Where the soul leaves the body. Okay, so these three correspond to the three Avos, Avram, Yitzhak, and Yaakov. In their merit, we were saved with these three mighty displays from Hashem. What is, okay, so one of them is pretty straightforward. The sword, or, or imagine the sword is just a big knife. That would be corresponding to whom, Bruce? Big knife? Which one of the three Avos? Avram. He held the big knife, but who was the one that was about to stretch out his neck? Yitzchak, right? I mean, Yitzchak was the one that accepted the, the knife on himself, right? He would have died by sword. He would have died by sword, exactly. So he was ready to die by the sword. So now Hashem will bring the sword against the Egyptians. He's accepting, he's accepting the sword, which is chesed, yeah. The sword, chesed doesn't mean kindness per se. It means, it means going, it means impacting. It, you know, like a, um, a type A personality. Right, a, a, a person is, goes beyond his boundaries. Right, it's uh, an outgoing person. Now that could be in a, a, a you have bad people also like that, right? But uh, as opposed to an introvert, as someone who is who is uh, you know kind of closed up, that, that, that's gvura. Anyway, for later, yeah. Okay, so um, so that is now Abraham was the one that got the mitzvah of bris mila, right? A bris mila. Is the is the is the tikkun aguf? Hashem says to him, "You're going to do a circumcision, and you're going to be wholesome. 
Until now, he wasn't wholesome. Means a person without a bris mila, there's a certain like like the like the shvatim say to Shem and, uh, and and his father Hamor, right? That it's it's a it's 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 a disgusting thing for us to be to even imagine being intermarrying with a nation that that that. Uh, that, that have the oral, that have that have the foreskin, right? That's a, it's a lack of a zichu haguf, a lack of the of a of a purification of the body. So Avram Avinu represents, like we know, the midrash says that he he barely even needed anything in the brismila already. He had he had refined himself so much that it was it was just just a chaticha balma that was necessary, just just a little cut that was necessary, because. Avram was a person, again, he was an Ish Chesed, so he had refined, through all those acts of kindness that he did, he had refined his physicality so much, right, that he was, in fact, Avram was such an Ish Chesed, he had refined his body so much, that it was almost unthinkable that he should die, that his body should die, that he should break down. That's why uh, Asaph went, went off the derech, and he, he, became a, he became a min, the day that Avram died, like he said, if also Tzadik can pass away, right, that body that did nothing but good could pass away, then lays din lays dayan. There's no, there's no judgment and there's no judge, right? So obviously, that, that, that was an excuse that Asa was using to go off and start raping women and pillaging and um, doing what, everything else that he'd been waiting to do, but. Um, but nonetheless, Avram represents the tikkun haguf, the, the, the rectification of the physical. Yeah, so the rectification of the physical. So he, since he rectified his physicality, so now Hashem was going to bring the the dever, the plague against the physicality of the Egyptians who were afflicting and enslaving his children. Okay, so we've got Avram being the source for the yad. Chazaka, which is the Dever. We got Yitzchak being the source for the Zroh and the Tuya, which is the Cherub, the sword. And then we have Yaakov being the source for the Mora Godel. What's Mora Godel? That's the Gilui Hashkina, the revelation of the Divine Presence. Right? Yaakov was the one who said, Manora Hamokomazeh. How awesome is this place that I, I do when he lied down to go to sleep in Haramoria, right? How awesome is this place? If I would have known, I wouldn't have lied down to sleep there. He's the one to use the language of of uh, of Nora, of awesome, because awesomeness again, like we said before, is a is this in between. Awesome is where I am, uh, where there's a revelation to me, but I am. Impacted as a result of it, so it's a uh, it's 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 the, it's the middle ground. So because Yaakov was someone who was privy, who was in the presence of the Shechina, he was a person who lived with the Shechina, with the divine presence. So then, Mida Keneged Mida, his children were saved through the Gilu Shechina, through the revelation of the divine presence. The two remaining ones is the Mata, the, 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 we said that there was also the Osos and the Mosim, the signs and, and, and the wonders, right? So the, the Osos, the signs, that was the what? Kevin? Good. Okay. And the Mosim was the? Turning of 
the water to blood. Very good, exactly. So that's going to be corresponding to the 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 two leaders that are going to take the Jewish people out of Egypt, right? Meaning, it's one thing to have all those merits, to have the merit of Avram, to have the merit of Yitzhak and Yaakov, right? But another thing to then display that as being a divine power to the Egyptians, to the other nations, to test out of Egypt and bring it into Israel. So who takes out of Egypt? Moshe, with his staff. It's his staff. It's his, it's his mata, right? So Moshe is the one who represents the osos. He's the one that did the signs. And the Moshim, the wonders, the turning of the water to blood, that was Yeshua who killed 31 kings in the conquest of, of Eretz Canaan. So that's the uh, that's the might that Hashem displays in Yitzias Mitzrayim, right? Yachazaka Zronutuya, Moragodel, Osos, Movsim. That's that's them. Okay. Um, any questions before we start the next next piece? Davar Acher, alternative. Okay, Davar Acher. Biyad Chazaka. So we're just saying we're not getting into the nitty gritty of what each one means. We're just saying like this: we have five here. We just listed five. Yad Chazaka, Zronim Tuya, Moragodel, also Smokesim. Five. Okay. Now all the makas were doubled. I'm gonna explain what that means in a minute. All the the source. We have five sources for the makas for the plagues, and each one of these sources is doubled. So five times two equals ten. Very good. Okay. Guys, mitzvi is uh, very what? You give him the tough questions. Yeah, that's right. Well, you know, he's he's uh, he's kind of new here, so we're you know trying to trying to um, you know uh, the initiation. Yeah, that's uh, not, not so easy. Yeah. So um, okay. So all the makas were doubled. What does he mean doubled? We have five and five. First five and last five. So go like this with your hands. Five and five go like this. Okay, so doubled. So the number one is the same as is going to be paired up with number six. Number one, number one, like this. Yeah. So number one with number six. So number two with number. We got the mathematician over here. So this. Okay. See, I knew who to call on. Seven. Very good. And so on. Okay. So let's go. So let's go through those. So really, they're all going to be the lower. The first five are kind of in the lower realms, and next five is going to be the same thing, but in the higher realm, in the makas. Okay. So the first maka is blood. Right. Exactly. Right. Blood. Okay. And and the sixth maka is hail. Close. Shin. Very good. Very good. Shin. Uh, boils, right? Now boils are red and they're hot, right? Inflammation, right? So uh, says the morale Boils are nothing but an overabundance of blood. Meaning, when there's too much blood happening, right? Too much of the blood activity happening in the person. So blood, that's but it's, in, it's inanimate. Nothing to do with the person. Just in the in the water, right? But you're trying to drink it, and you're drinking blood. That's not so nice. So then, now on the higher level, that's when the person has this overabundance of, of, of redness of blood. Okay? Uh, that's the Shekhin. Number, okay. So two is? Fardaya. Very good. The frogs. And 
and and and the and the seven is close, close. Yep, borrowed. Very good. Right, borrowed. Okay, yeah. The seventh one was borrowed. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, so so frogs so frogs are a representation they are representatives of the water frogs right are really it, it, frogs an interesting thing a little bit not going to have time to go into all this now maybe Noah will explain to you guys after Marv how frogs obviously frogs we know frogs come from the water they're tad, they start out as tadpoles now uh, interesting that in Chazal's eyes fish are not really an independent entity of the water. They're really a product of the water. So much so, that according to the Yerushalmi, if a person kills a fish on Shabbos, you know what you chai for? Noah, what you chai for if you kill a fish on Shabbos? What? Taking a soul. No. Ktsira. Harvesting. Like you harvest wheat, yeah, when you cut it off from its connection to the ground. So fish are like plants of the sea. Yeah, they live in the water. They can't be discovered from water. If you lift them up out of the water, they die. Right, just like a plant, if you cut its connection off from the ground, and you, right, it, it dies. So a fish, if you cut off its connection from the water, it also dies. Yeah. So so fish, frogs, same thing. Um, are viewed as really kind of an extension of the water. So you have the lower water, that's the frogs, and you have the higher water, which is the hail. Okay, so that's the, that's the higher water. Next, third plague. Oh, you know every. I, I'm going to call you for the hard ones. What? Kinim. Okay, kinim, the, the lice, right? Now, so kingdom are the Sharotsim. Sharotsim, little crawling, jumping around guys, right? Okay, so what's up there? What are the Sharotsim? What are the creepy crawlings, crawlers up there in the heavens? Locusts, very good. Okay, that's, 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 uh, that's... Eight? So now we got, now we got number four. Number nine, number four is... See? What? Aura, wild animals. Very good. Okay, and number nine is? Darkness. darkness. What's the connection between between wild, predatorious animals and darkness? Kirill? When do predators hunt? Not where, when? At night. At night. In the dark, right? So, darkness, meaning they represent... You know the the, the the darkness, the forces of darkness, right? The, the scary animals with the red eyes, right? That's so. Um, that's that's all you see is just the red eyes, right? Last thing he saw, and um, so up there, that's darkness, right? Um, and um, Also, you could say that there's, there's also a irvu. Irvu means arov is a, a mixture of a mixture of animals. So nighttime causes an irvu, a confusion. Darkness causes a a mixture, a confusion of things. You can't make up make out one thing from another. 
Things are intermixed. Okay. And then finally, number five and number ten, those are easy ones. Who wants this one for a bonus? Turn this off, come on. What are the five and ten? Firstborn. That's the ten, good. And plague. Plague of the animals. So plague of the animals, death of the animals down here. And plague death of the humans up there. Right? So those these are the these are the five and the five. So the the doubling of the Makos. We still have another few Mahalchim to go through in the Makos. Hopefully next week we'll go through a few different approaches in um, in seeing the Makos, seeing the might and the display of awesomeness that Hashem did for us in Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim.